We're joined on the latest edition of ATR Radio with the Foundation for Global Sports Development Vice President of Communications, Brooke Lusk. Thanks for joining us today, Brooke. Thanks. I'm really happy to be talking with you. Excellent. And so we're here to talk about today the Playmakers program sponsored by the GSD that just concluded in Colorado Springs. Could you briefly describe the events that happened there this week? Definitely. So for this year's program, we brought 30 youth from the Eugene and Portland, Oregon areas to the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. And we have a great partnership with the United States Olympic Committee that helped this happen. And they were fantastic in getting all of this arranged and set up and creating a phenomenal list of activities for the youth. And among those activities, the youth experienced various different sports. So that includes Paralympic and Olympic sports. We did goalball, fencing, sitting volleyball, which they love. Every, we did that last year. And we also had a visit to the velodrome, which is a really unique experience that not everyone gets to have. So the youth went on the bikes. They rode around the track. Um, it was funny because some of the coaches spotted a few youth, and they thought, oh, that's a potential recruit for the future. Uh, and we also had the pleasure of watching a men's gymnastics demonstration. And a couple of the athletes are champions and had been in Rio, so it was really, really cool for the youth to get to experience that. In addition to the sport experiences, we had guest speakers, including Olympic and Paralympic athletes, as well as athletes training for the 2020 Games. And uh, through various activities on the campus, such as a scavenger hunt, where the youth went from different stations on different parts of the campus and had challenges, we helped them learn the values of Olympic and Paralympic sports. So it was a pretty intense and packed four days for the youth, uh, and I really congratulate them on powering through, especially with traveling from Oregon, mm-hmm. but it was awesome. They loved it. Awesome. So really just giving them a chance to experience all these different types of Olympic sports and these athletes and you know what it really means to be an Olympian, right? Exactly. Excellent. And is that really the primary goal of the Playmakers program? That is one element that helps us accomplish the primary goal, and The goal, really, is we want to empower youth to take an active role in creating their future. So many of these youth come from underserved communities and may not have the resources they need or that so many of us are lucky to have to make a future for themselves that they dream of. And we call it playmakers because we want them to make the plays in their own life. So we don't just tell them about goal setting or obstacles or leadership, we put them in situations where they really have to experience that and they have to learn it. So we, you know, between hearing about the Olympic and Paralympic athletes' challenges in either not making a team one year or overcoming homelessness and overcoming a disability to go on and succeed, that's really impactful for the youth. Uh, Many of the challenges involve teamwork and Uh, One of my favorite activities was actually during the scavenger hunt. It was an obstacle course, and one of the youth sits in a wheelchair with a blindfold, and their buddy tells them how to go through the obstacle course. So go straight three feet, then go left, and then turn. And it really teaches them trust, so trusting your teammate. It teaches them listening skills, and it puts them outside of their comfort zone uh, and doing something they have never done before. And a lot of youth, that really resonated with a lot of youth, even though it was kind of a small activity. Mm-hmm. Many of them spoke about it. Um, and this is the second year of uh, the Playmakers program being an annual um, event. 
What really spurred that change to make it an annual um, type of activity? And what lessons were learned from the 2016 edition that helped make 2017 a success? Right. So in the past, we've actually taken youth to the Olympic Games. So we went to Vancouver in 2010, uh, Athens in 2004. I wasn't here for that one. And then in 2012, we took youth to the London Games. And that, as you can imagine, is just an inspiring and awesome event for youth to get to go to the Olympic Games. Absolutely. Um, But we thought, and I have to give total credit to our founding board members, uh, David Ulick and Dr. Stephen Ungerleiter, for coming up with this idea. Taking youth every year to the Olympic Training Center, it's a more intense program. They live among the athletes. They eat among the athletes. They get to experience more sports themselves, and the lessons can really be felt more that way. And so by doing it every year, we can really expand the impact and reach more youth that way. And then, so a couple of changes we made from last year. Last year, since it was our first time doing it at the Olympic Training Center, we wanted to keep it kind of simple and see how it went. So we took youth from the Denver and Greeley, Colorado areas, and they loved it, of course, but it wasn't as much of a novelty for them because they already knew people who had visited the training center on a school field trip or something like that. And so while it was still great and definitely the youth took away some great lessons, Taking youth from Oregon who could never, like, would never dream of going to the Olympic Training Center and have never known anyone who went there, it was really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And making that hit home with them so that they focused during the trip, I think that made a huge difference. And another change we made was the scavenger hunt that I mentioned. Last year, we had a off-campus field trip, and we went to this amazing park called Garden of the Gods in Colorado Springs. Right, yeah. And they did this scavenger hunt there. It was fun and wonderful. And they, you know, the scavenger hunt involves making videos of showing what sportsmanship looks like or, uh, you know, using your bodies to make the Olympic rings and the word team and things like that. But this year, doing it on campus allowed them to really see more of the campus itself. So um, the archivist for the USOC came and brought mascots from the previous Olympic Games and they got to go up to where the torch is on the campus, and they wrote wishes down on, and made paper airplanes and then threw them into the sky. We picked up the paper. <laughs> and uh, so they got to do more things and see more of the campus and really experience it. And so I thought, I thought that was a great change that the USOC helped us make. Right, so it's really kind of creating a more immersive and an interactive experience nowadays. Definitely. Excellent. And uh, who were some of the notable attendees of the 2017 edition? I know you mentioned there were some Olympic trainers, people training for past Olympics, and also those aiming for Tokyo 2020. Yes. I think one of the hallmark traits of this program is the youth's ability to interact with our champion ambassadors. So we have some Olympic and Paralympic athletes on our team who come to this event, and then they also get to interact with athletes training at the center. So uh, we have Candace Cable, who is a nine-time Paralympian, and she's the first woman to win a medal in winter and summer Paralympic sports. Mm-hmm. She's one of our champion ambassadors, and she's also on the board for the LA 2024. She's working really hard with them to make sure that the games will be accessible to everyone. Right. And um, Esther Lofgren also attended, and she is a rowing gold medalist who is also one of our champion ambassadors. Both of them also attended last year, 
and they've attended several of our other events um, that we support other organizations, and they're great. They share their stories of um, perseverance and show pictures and videos of their experiences, so it becomes really a real experience for the youth. And then on the Training Center campus, we got to meet two athletes who are training there as resident athletes. One of them is Roderick Sewell, and he is training right now for the 2020 Paralympics in swimming. And his story, I think watching the youth be captivated as he told his story of overcoming his disabilities, um, he is a bilateral above-knee amputee, and talking about how the challenges that he faces as a youth such as the cost of prosthetics, especially just to run. Having running prosthetics was a huge challenge for his family to afford that. And what happened to them and how he didn't make the 2016 team but was absolutely determined to not give up. And that story really stuck with many of the youth. They talked about it on the last day of the program. I bet, yeah. And then Haley Berenbaum, who is, a Paralympic athlete from Rio 2016. She is also a swimmer, and she is still training at the center as well. So those are the notable attendees right. um, that they got to meet and take photos with and now follow on social media and everything. That's awesome. And yeah. what would you say is the, the impact on the youth who attend this event? Uh, it's hard to pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, we really encourage the youth to step outside of their comfort zone. Um, so like none of them had ever, or most of them had never been in a wheelchair before, mm-hmm. I will say. And so that scavenger hunt obstacle course of getting in a wheelchair and learning what that's actually like, or uh, goal ball, for instance, they wear the goggles that prevent, that kind of equalize the playing field as far as sightedness. Right, right. And I think many of them were very apprehensive about doing that and were really worried that they would mess up, look silly, right. and they loved it, and they were pretty successful at it. They caught on pretty quickly. And um, so playing goalball and doing fencing, they know that they can try new things and that it's okay to fumble as you go, but eventually you might be successful once you get to the end. And part of that is never giving up. The athletes who spoke spoke about what it's like to lose a race and how defeating that can feel. And I think that's something the youth can really relate to as they go through school or relationships or and as they prepare for college. You know, they're going to have to learn how to deal with setbacks. And so knowing that they will never give up. A lot of them talked about that on the last day as well. And would you consider the Playmakers program a must-have in the Olympics? Absolutely. Uh, this is our second year doing the program in this way at the training center. And they learn... The values of Olympism, as you mentioned, so friendship, respect, excellence. They also learn the values of Paralympic sports, so determination, inspiration, courage, and equality. And the activities, I think, really set them on an amazing track to be successful in life. And we're trying to find ways to follow up with the youth and keep them reminded of everything they learned and encourage them to share that information with their youth back at their clubs at home. We brought youth from the Boys and Girls Clubs of Portland and the Emerald Valley. And I have to give huge props to the mentors on the trip for, you know, we had adults, of course, chaperoning them on the way there. And um, 
they are going to ensure that other youth will experience it vicariously through their own experiences. And I think many of the youth didn't understand the Olympics, and they definitely didn't understand the Paralympics. And now they've walked away really understanding them and knowing what goes into it. So, yes, I think it's a must-have, programs like this. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add about the program? Um, just that I'm super excited for 2018. You know, I'm, we're back from the program, and I've already been making notes about things we can do differently and things we can add. Well, thank you very much, Brooke, for joining us today on the latest edition of ATR Radio. Thank you so much.